Welcome to Winter's Edge. The Western mind, we are addicted to spring and summer, all things sun. Adi Shanti teaches the roots of wisdom and insight are forged in the withering and return of winter. So before we jump into spring, I have some insight, I have some ideas for practice. Welcome to Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. I'm your host, Alexander. This is a seasonal limited series called Winter's Edge. Stay connected with me over at my website at viralmindfulness.com. No more talk of darkness. Forget these wide-eyed fears. I'm here standing podcasting beside you to guide you and to guide you to hold you and to guide you do you know what that's from phantom of the opera do you know what the very first broadway style musical i saw and what age i was so i was mm, in 11th grade. I lived in Irvine, California, and my mom and I went to see Les Miserables. And that was the first one. And of course, my mind was blown. It was a touring Broadway company here in Costa Mesa at Segerstrom Hall. And then the second one, very close that same year, we bought tickets to go see Phantom of the Opera up in LA for the West Coast Um, It was playing here on the West Coast for like a year and a half. And Michael Crawford, I saw Michael Crawford do Phantom of the Opera. It was supposed to be Robert Guillaume. We bought tickets planning to see Robert Guillaume. And Michael Crawford came back for six weeks and we had our tickets. And it was during the time. It was so incredible. I remember going to school the next day. And after seeing both of those shows, but particularly the first time in seeing Les Mis, I was just blown away with what it felt like. I had already been doing musicals. I had been in my first musical when I was, well, in elementary, I did choir and I did plays, but I auditioned in seventh grade for a regional theater in Salt Lake City, Utah, and for like two months I was in a production of Scrooge the musical and I was one of the little kids the urchins the the street urchins and I was with all these adults that were professional semi-professional you know performers it was amazing and I got I got to be a couple parts And I did have a few lines. I was the little boy, George, that bought the turkey on Christmas morning when Scrooge finally has the awakening and he wants to buy a big turkey. He yells out the window and he's like, boy, 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 what day is it? And I'm like, why Christmas day, of course. And I was just like this little bright eyed Alexander. (laughs) He's like, can you go get the turkey at the shop? And I'm like, you mean the one off as big as me? (laughs) Anyway, thanks for the trip down memory lane. We're talking about music. 
um, before I even saw musicals, I was probably six or seven and kept asking to play the piano. I really wanted to play the piano. And finally, after a couple years, well, what really was happening is every Christmas in the Smith home, we lived in Salt Lake City, above the Capitol, in this quaint, wealthy neighborhood above the city center, the church headquarters. And we would get a big gift for Christmas. And so we were being asked by our parentals, Liz and Cardell Smith, if they could, like what we wanted. And there's five Smith sibling kids, and I'm number four or five, and there's four boys and one female. And my sister, she, she says that she always felt like I was a sister, like a sister to her, which is great. I love being a sister to any of you or anyone. I'm so in love with the beautiful feminine parts of myself now finally that music is lovely so we were asked what do you want for christmas and of course (laughs) my brothers wanted a screen tv is what they wanted i think maybe i think screen tvs were new ish maybe i'm jumping too far like Maybe it was before screen TVs, but they wanted something television-wise, and me and my sister wanted a piano. And we got a piano that year. It was just a little upright piano, but we also got all these other things. I guess it was a real big year for my dad. We got, like, a pinball machine and um, a foosball table and a boat. (laughs) My dad bought partnership with a boat so we could go to Lake Powell and we shared it with like three families. It was awesome. So I started piano and I naturally had a lot of capability. It was awesome. So music is a very big part of my life and I would love to encourage you to draw on the practice of music. And I want to share with you a couple points, and then I'll just give you a couple suggestions of maybe how to practice. So the first point is is this. It's a blessing and a prayer and a chant and a poem. May you become the song of your heart. That's my wish and intention for you, is that more and more you will become the music and that song within you. You have music you were meant to share with the world. You can feel it and hear it and touch it, and it matters. And this quote from John O'Donohue, he says, listen to the deep melody of your own soul. And I heard this yesterday, and in real time of recording this, yesterday was March 17th, 2023. And yesterday commemorates 20 years that I've been aware of HIV in my body. It was March 17th, 2003, six weeks before I was graduating from grad school that I tested positive for HIV. And it was very difficult because for me, I had just left religion six months prior. I had just officially come out and embraced this space and then I was getting a virus and I was still carrying a lot of the internalized stigma and shame 
that I grew around within theology, religion, and homophobia. And so I felt like I was being punished with this that virus. So I felt like it was a confirmation that there was something wrong with me. And all of that is terribly untrue about contracting and transmitting HIV. But unfortunately, that's the system and the history of how HIV ignited and um, even still today to 2023, the, the stigma that lives. And so yesterday I was thinking when I heard John O'Donohue say this, again, here it is, as you work to become the music of your, the song of your heart, he says, listen to the deep melody of your own soul. And last night, one of my dear friends, Jude, Dr. Jude Terrio, he's been here on the podcast before, he was reflecting back to me how cool it is to see how I have stayed with these themes and have continually done the sl- the long build of viral mindfulness viral mindfulness academy my new and amazing wise circle offering which will be coming again i'm working on the dates for my next wise circle which is going to be in the summer yeah it's going to be park your phone and picnic we're going to talk about wise boundaries around technology and we're going to practice picnicking because it will be summertime. So I realized in 20 years, I have become the music. I have heard and felt this deep melody. And in the last, let's say, six years, I have really identified who am I? Who do I want to be? What am I? Be- what am I becoming? And what are my greatest offerings to share and to teach? And is there a way for me to do some of those and make money and run a business? And there is, and I'm doing it. And it is super awesome. So I want to encourage you to listen to the deep melody. I want to encourage you to be gentle. And that's why practice matters so much because practice for my personality type gives me something to do when I'm freaking the F out, it gives me, mm, like someone once told me, your brain's going to chew on things. That's what your brain, your mind thoughts do. So you might as well give it something to chew on. (laughs) And I'm like, that's so good. And I remember even sketching in my sketchbook and drawing that out and being like, oh, this is so fun. So practice sometimes feels like that. And so here we are talking about the second practice on Winter's Edge, which is music. And so finally, here's the third idea. So I'm teaching my wise circle and we, we've been talking about these practices as part of our curriculum this round. And one idea came out of me and was reflected back to me from one of my dear wise circle soul siblings. And she said, the thing that stood out to me about music was letting go of old music. And so I had been talking about having the courage as you listen to music to let go of music that you no longer resonate with. So for example, for me, I was very much in a religion once and very much associated with some of that music. And 
some of that music doesn't resonate with me anymore. And having the courage to let that go. Also, even just other songs that are tied to certain times and relationships that are no longer in my life. And as I heard this Wise Circle Soul Sibling, um, I was going to say pontificate, but I, I looked that word up and that's more of like a preacher. They weren't preaching. It was very tender talking about letting go of things in one's life. And so I wanted to throw that out to you that letting go is hard and there's so many layers to letting go. I would love to just encourage you to try new music, listen to new music. There's so much beautiful music. Just last night before bed, I decided, oh, cool, I've never watched this documentary, Billie Eilish. She's such an innovative, new uprising voice musician. And I watched her documentary concert on Disney Plus, and it was so good. So have the courage to let go of things that no longer are resonating with you. And it doesn't mean that it has to be this terrible breakup. It can be gratitude. Thank you for serving me. Thank you for walking me this far. Thank you for getting me here on the mountain, on the path. And I am letting you go. And I'm going to turn and roll over here and listen and embrace this new music. So for practice, maybe you return to some music that has really helped you. Maybe you let go of some music that no longer inspires you. And maybe you diversify and expand your genres. There are so many playlists and platforms where you can, you know, tap into already curated playlists. And mostly, there's a power in music in your life, and you know it, and you've felt it, and it's time to draw from it. Don't also be afraid to combine music and movement to dance. Oh, I had a huge dance, dance off yesterday. It was so great, and I'll do one again today. So may you enjoy music. May you become the song of your heart. May you listen to the deep melodies that live within your soul. Slow Burn. I love Casey Musgrave's song, Slow Burn. I feel like I am on a slow burn as I turn 50 this summer, as I just commemorated 20 years of living with HIV yesterday. I'm in a space where a lot of my life is lining up with my greatest music, my greatest offerings. And I encourage you to take the next mindful step, learn to be here today, Stay here, begin again. You're gonna like fall off the wagon. You're gonna find yourself stuck, immobilized gently, and use music to inspire you. So, the last thing I'm gonna play here for you is just the sweet voice of me and my Harvey Rose singing. It's so beautiful. That's your music practice. Snuggle in. Come on, let's sing the river. Snuggle in. Wider than a mile, crossing you in style. Someday, old tree maker, you heart breaker. 
Wherever you're going, I'm going your way to the first off to see the world. There's such a lot of world to see. We're after the same rainbows and just around the bend, my huckleberry friend, We do it so good together. I'm so soft. I'm so soft. I did that so you could kiss my cheeks. Is it? Kiss my cheeks are so soft. Isn't it fun when they're soft? Yeah. I shaved my face. Oh. Okay, let's sing it again. Okay. Uh, Moo.